Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KCBS Radio, original podcasts. This year's Super Bowl is seeing some super big bets. The American Gaming Association says they expect a record-breaking $16 billion, with a B, in wagers to be placed on the big game this Sunday between the Eagles and Kansas City. Ah, the Super Bowl. The annual tradition of gathering to eat wings and yell at the TV screen, while some of the most athletic men in the country run and tackle each other, and the nation bonds over civic pride. But the day isn't just about food and football. Everyone knows that it's also the day to sit in anticipation of the thing we usually look forward to the least, the commercials. This year's showdown is between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Super Bowl ad inventory has sold out to the tune of $7 million for a mere 30-second spot. That's a lot of money. But in the age of streaming, why do these commercials matter so much? Why are they so expensive? And are they really worth the money? From KCBS Radio, I'm Mallory Samara, and this is Bay Current. To get some answers, I spoke with Alicia Jessup. She's Associate Professor of Sport Administration at Pepperdine University. She's also the founder of Ruling Sports, a media platform at the intersection of business and sports. What does it mean for ad space to sell out? Is this a typical thing to happen? Is this a difficult thing to do? Super Bowl ad sale is typically going to sell out. The $7 million price tag is certainly eyebrow raising, and it's more so eyebrow raising in the economic time that we find ourselves in. Right. So even though historically Super Bowl ad inventory does sell out, if you've been tracking advertising across major media companies and at mega events, whether it's sports, the World Cup, Super Bowl, big viewership events like parades, companies have been struggling to fill that ad space because corporations have been slashing their budgets amidst rising inflation and increasing interest rates and economic uncertainty. So we are coming into the Super Bowl during a week when a number of companies have reported earnings and very top companies in the United States have missed their revenue projections for the last quarter. In turn, thousands of people, excuse me, tens of thousands of people 
in America have been let know this week that they will be laid off. And so to see corporations spending $7 million for 30 seconds of airtime, which in conjunction with that airtime purchase, they're also spending millions to tens of millions of dollars to produce the advertisement itself is a pretty substantial story. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you mentioned these layoffs. You mentioned being in these really difficult economic times right now. I mean, historically, you have all of these tech companies, right? Like bringing it home to the Bay Area and to California. Um, we have all these tech companies that have also spent so much money on advertisements, yet they're laying people off kind of left and right. And so it's wild to see these big numbers being thrown around when it comes to advertising. The number's been big for a while. So we were in the fives for a while. And so perhaps this is just another byproduct of the inflation that we're facing everywhere from the grocery store with things like <laughs> eggs and milk and basic necessities to the airlines and hotels. Perhaps inflation has also hit the Super Bowl ad, but it, it signals this big of an investiture where corporations think that momentum can be gained. And they know that 100 million people are expected to tune into the Super Bowl. It's projected that this will be the most viewed Super Bowl since 2018. We're coming out of, hopefully we're coming out of an unprecedented time. For the first year since 2020, we might see bigger gatherings with friends and family celebrating the Super Bowl. So there's arguably a lot of momentum to be gained, which could be what's driving this willingness to spend a hefty price tag. That was actually going to be my next question is just I, as a follow up is why so why are we projected to see so many people viewing it? And like you said, you know, more people are going to be coming together to watch it, right? I think it's going to be an exciting matchup. You you have yeah. two of the most exciting quarterbacks in the league right now. It's the first time in NFL history that you see two black quarterbacks facing off in a Super Bowl. I think Patrick Mahomes is a once-in-a-generation player. And so I think that in and of itself is going to drive some interest. But I, I think at the most basic level, what's going to drive viewership is the excitement over what should be a pretty engaging game mm -hmm. and the ability for fans to watch a new generation of football play out. Tom Brady is fully retired. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's his second time. For the second time, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, think it's, I think it's done this time. And so this yeah. is kind of like a torch-passing moment mm. where this is Mahomes' show now. Let's see what he can do. Yeah. Now, last year, I, a lot has happened in a year. Last year, we had crypto companies take up so much ad space, but that's going to look very different this year. Um, I'm hearing that there will be no crypto ads this year in this year's broadcast. Uh, I read that uh, Fox Sports Executive Vice President of Ad Sales told the Associated Press that four crypto companies were close to booking ads this year, uh, but following the FTX collapse, uh, that's that's making the landscape a little bit different for ads this year. It certainly is. And there's probably a couple of factors driving the fact that we will not see any cryptocurrency ads after being inundated <laughs> with them last year. Um, for one, 
the star of what I believe is one of the greatest Super Bowl ads of all time, which is FTX's 2022 Super Bowl advertisement featuring Larry David. He's being sued following that company's collapse. And a critical element of the allegations in that lawsuit centers around the promotion of the company in that Super Bowl ad. So very reasonably, Fox and their legal counsel may have advised against taking that money for the possible legal risk that could be opened up, promoting what is a nascent and uncertain technology. Um, On the flip side of that, I think the bullishness that you saw cryptocurrency companies come into the advertising space with last year, not just in the Super Bowl, but in sponsorship in general, goes back to economic fundamentals. So when you see interest rates at near zero levels, that means that there's a lot of cash flowing through the marketplace. And when there's a lot of cash flowing through the marketplace, there's the ability to take big risks. And so Mm -hmm. that's cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is a big risk. The market has tightened. Interest rates are up. Cash is not flowing like it was even a year ago. And so these companies might be protecting that asset a little bit more and not spending as freely. 30 seconds is not that long. So what do these companies try to hit home to when they are creating such a short commercial in order to make them so memorable? Yeah, so the goal is exactly that. The goal is, one, you need the consumer to remember your commercial and the message they're in. But more so, what you're trying to accomplish is you're trying to get them to remember your product. Mm -hmm. And that's where some companies really hit this out of the ballpark and others don't come close to attaining a return on this huge investment. And so it's about storytelling. It's about captivating storytelling that creates a narrative that positions the product in a way that makes sense for the consumer, where the consumer is not having to take big leaps, but can position the product in the narrative to say, oh, I get how this all fits together and how this all ties in. It's pushing the edge and pushing the boundaries. It's putting memorable people into the script. So at at the end of the day, what the goal is, is to have the consumer remember the commercial, but because they remember the commercial, they remember your product and they're driven to purchase your product. And on that note, with everything going viral nowadays and there being so much emphasis on making something that can also be like memed, (laughs) you know, uh, commercials have been previewing ahead of the Super Bowl. It's not like it used to be where you would wait and watch on the day and then talk about it for weeks to come. It's the conversation starts a few days beforehand. And that certainly changes the experience, right? It changes the experience, but I think it's wise. And I think it's good business by these corporations. We we have to understand again, that the cost of these advertisements is such that the $7 million for the airtime at the end of the day probably feels like a drop in the bucket because mm-hmm. you're paying talent millions of dollars to appear in the film. You're hiring production companies. You're hiring strategists to build out the campaign. It gets really expensive. So if I am spending that type of money, 
I want to get the most leverage out of this production as possible. And I think the trend, which has been growing for at least the last five years, and in some instances closer to 10, a company that really lit the fire with this was GoDaddy. Mm. They're telling these immersive stories that allows the narrative to go beyond the living room on Super Bowl Sunday and to the computer, to the smartphone, to social media, today even to the metaverse, Mm -hmm. and to keep that conversation alive. So I think it's a smart strategy. I think it's the strategy that you have to take when you're spending this much money. I don't remember, I mean, as a kid, I'm, you know, I'm 35 now, and I don't remember commercials hitting so many social issues. Is that sort of a recent phenomenon as well? It ebbs and flows. So Mm. for instance, a a corporation who discussing social issues has been part of its marketing strategy for a significant period of time is Nike. You know, Mm. Nike is a corporation that through advertising consistently hits on matters of the day, Mm -hmm. but advertising in general across multiple brands, you're right that this is a newer trend. And frankly, it's a trend that is probably here to stay for at least the next decade. And the reason why I say that is not only because of what our country is facing and the time period that we find ourselves in, but because of the consumer preferences of the rising generation. We're still working to understand Generation Z and their buying habits and motivations. But one thing that we've known early on is they care about social causes, they care about communities, and they want to be part of something bigger than themselves. And when you look at the messages advertising is sharing, it not only goes to the matters of today, but it goes to those three points as well. How do companies measure their return of an, on investment when it comes to these really big ticket Super Bowl ads? That's the hard thing. And frankly, it's the hard thing about marketing, period. Because with marketing, what you're looking for is what's called a key performance indicator or a KPI. You're trying to figure out how to measure the success of whatever marketing initiative you've taken on. And so With a Super Bowl investiture, you might be looking at, for instance, the return on investment. It's very hard, though, to show that a consumer's purchase was driven by them seeing a Super Bowl ad. So unless a company is using, for instance, like a QR code that a fan can scan where they can directly track scans of that code and attribute them to a purchase, they don't know why a consumer is making a purchase after Super Bowl Sunday. So there is anecdotal evidence about publicly traded companies where when a publicly traded company advertises in the Super Bowl, sales of that product increases over the next eight weeks following Super Bowl Sunday and stock prices tend to increase so long as their direct competitor did not also advertise in the Super Bowl. So you want to be paying attention to see if companies like, say, Coke and Pepsi are both featuring ads in the game. Check their stock price for the next two months and see Mm. if there's any uptick there. 
Um, more than likely, if they're both advertising in the game, there will not be. But if only one of them advertises, what data does show is that their sales would go up and in turn, they'll see some positive uptick in their stock price. Yeah. And finally, uh, you know, we talked about including social issues like with Nike. Trend-wise, what are we moving out from and what are what do you think we're moving towards? I think this year's commercials are going to be really fun. I, I think we're going to see a lot of good laughs, a lot of comedy, a lot of celebrity appearances. The trend that I'm seeing that is very subtle is media collaborations. Mm. We are living in an age where we're turning a page from traditional media to new media. And by traditional media, I mean Disney, Fox, and NBC being the power brokers, where now there's a torch being passed to Netflix, Amazon, and Apple being the power brokers of media. And so each of these three companies, Netflix, Amazon, and Apple, they're jockeying for market share and dominance. So you have Amazon spending a billion dollars per year to stream Thursday night football. Apple took over the halftime show rights from Pepsi after Pepsi paid for that sponsorship for a decade. So Rihanna's Super Bowl performance will be the first sponsored by Apple and Netflix is doing some really interesting collaborative commercials for the Super Bowl with a variety of companies. And so to me, that's the story. The story is how new media is using this big event to gain market share. Awesome. Is there anything else that you want to add about this year's ads and the prices and you know everything that we're going to see this weekend? I hope it's worth it. <laughs> I, I hope everyone, you know, the, p- people work so hard on this. I, I think that's something that consumers don't realize. And so often the story is the price for the advertisement itself. There is so much more money beyond that $7 million flooding into these productions. And a lot of jobs, <laughs> a lot of jobs. Yeah. And The 30-second clip you can see could take well over a year to produce when it comes from ideation to that production seeing the screen. And so there are at least thousands, perhaps tens of thousands of people who have worked to make these 65 commercials come to life. And I really hope it works out well for all of them. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for for speaking with me today and sharing your expertise. I'm um personally looking for like I I do watch the Super Bowl if it's going to be on, you know, I I will watch it especially if it's a family thing. I'm looking forward to Rihanna's performance. I saw her in concert here back in like 2015 or 2016. That's the last time she went on tour. And so it's going to be interesting to see like who she brings out and she's doing like the whole rollout with her Fenty Beauty collection and like released a whole new line, you know, a whole new color with like a couple of different formats of her lipstick. And, you know, it's just like a marketing dream probably for her and her company too. It's brilliant. And to me, I I think that's something everyone should be watching because I think she's really going to shake up the game. You know, we are recording this on Thursday and she says she's already changed the set list 39 times. She might completely go off script and just perform a bunch of new music that fans have never heard. 
And so I, I think, <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be, she, I mean, she knows how to put on a show. So it is going to be awesome. But to your point about Fenty, I think that's a great takeaway for this conversation. What we're seeing emerge in sport marketing and the Super Bowl, save for the Olympics, is the pinnacle of sport marketing in America. We're seeing collaboration driving the game. And so we're also seeing that people are no longer just a singular thing. So Rihanna mm-hmm. is no longer just a pop singer. She's a pop singer. She is an entrepreneur. She is a tastemaker and style creator who can create a new color. Um, and, and so it, it's just profound the gravity of which ideation and creation is being born in the time that we're living in, which is really cool. Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. I'm Mallory Samara. For more Bay Area stories, please subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.